Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of After Dark with Jay in the Real. I am Jay, your host, and tonight's topic is one that I absolutely love talking about. It's about the manifestation magic that we all hold within us and how incredible it truly is when you know how to hone in and listen to your intuitive um, self. So tonight's episode is called Manifestation Architect, Design a Life You Love. Now our minds are our most powerful tool and there's so much more of an influence intuitively that we can have over our lives through our choices if we can simply choose to be present and tap into our innate state of awareness. So we must understand that the amount of effort we put forth every day in our lives, in our daily world, the energy that we give is equal to, if not less, than the actual daily energy output from our thoughts and our emotions, which we hardly bring attention to. And if you truly look at what we do in our daily lives each day, think about how many thoughts it takes to make a decision, how many thoughts it takes to accomplish only one given task. So I invite you to pause for a moment. I call it my sacred pause. And just give yourself a moment to analyze one single scenario from your day. I'm sure there would be several thoughts attached to one thing that you might need to do or one decision that you might need to make. People don't realize how powerful our thoughts and intentions and words are and how they create the reality around us and how they have the ability to change and move the energy flow in the environment around them and other people within their presence. So one of the most important aspects of manifestation and working towards a goal is about honesty and vulnerability. Are we being honest with ourselves about what we want? Are we being open and vulnerable to ourselves and the possibilities? Our perceptions guide our reality. Bottom line, and it's the story we tell ourselves. And that has the power to shift, shape, and create our lives. Now, many people focus more on what they do not want in their lives and spend so much more energy focused on stress, frustration, doubt, worry, anxiety, and that's just to name a few. And that simply is not going to attract all of the things that they desire like joy, love, pleasure, prosperity, health, partnership, and all the things. So I truly believe that vulnerability is definitely step one. Vulnerability in having difficult conversations. Vulnerability in being able to identify your emotions 
vulnerability in your shortcomings, vulnerability in vocalizing your needs. I think people don't realize that they don't vocalize their needs often enough. So I want to bring that, bring the vulnerability in vocalizing your needs and attach it to your life force energy, your chi, which is primal and, and instinctive. And your life force energy is an energy that needs reciprocity. There's a give and a take, an exchange in order to recycle itself and strengthen itself in order to simply create and manifest. So the intuitive artist that lives inside of you, right? There is an intuitive artist that lives inside of us all. I don't care if you don't think you are artistic by nature. We are all creators of our reality. And we all have the ability to tap into our intuitive uh, parts of our brain. So the intuitive artist that lives inside of you is the only facet of yourself that can create the present moment. So it's important that when starting your manifestation journey and wanting to become the manifestation architect that designs a life that you love, you must be willing to look at the places where you feel stuck and where you feel you may have potential blockages. This is not something that is easy to do as it is uncomfortable and the vast majority of people, and you might be thinking it might even be you, you know, this, that's an uncomfortable place for me to be, but the vast majority of people like to stay within their comfort zone. And sometimes people remain in a blocked state of being because it's familiar and comfortable, believe it or not. So comfortable in the sense that some do not like the aspect of the unknown or unexpected within the creativity process. But growth is truly the only place where evolution occurs as painful and uncomfortable as it might be. So vulnerability and honesty come into play when there is a need to be open and present in order to create and manifest a reality that you desire. And words are very important. And that is something that I will touch on um, in a little bit, but I'm gonna circle back to words uh, very specifically. But before I do that, um, I wanna continue on for a bit. And you must remember that throughout this manifestation journey, that it's the journey, not the, just the destination, and that you have the power to create the quality of that journey in conjunction with universal law. I'm going to say this again. You must remember that it is the journey, not just the destination, and that you do also have the power to create the quality of that journey in conjunction with universal law. Now the design of our society must be taken into account and one must look at if that design blends well with the design of their own blueprint. 
ethically, morally, culturally, and otherwise. So let's take a look at your belief systems to start. Because once you allow yourself to be vulnerable and you are um, aware, you bring self-awareness to this is something you want to create in your life and now you're open to vulnerability and this is the place from where you come from to view the lens from which you view this journey, you can now take a look at your belief systems. So let's go through an evaluation of your beliefs. You need to ask yourself, where do my beliefs come from? Do they belong to you or to someone else? What areas of your life are you struggling with? Are these struggles real or perceived? That is a very, very important question. Actually, all of them are. Okay, because your beliefs are things that have been programmed into your mind from the beginning of time. This goes back to being raised as a child. And again, back to society and cultural beliefs and generations, all the things that shape and create us outside of being an individual. So when you think about your beliefs, think about if they're truly yours or do they belong to someone else because someone else instilled those beliefs in you and therefore it's just something that is a default program. And if it's a default program, it does not belong to you. This is how you weed out what belongs to you or not. The other question that I had said is what are the areas of your life that you're struggling with and are these struggles real or perceived is so fundamentally important because it is one thing to have a real struggle versus a perceived struggle. And if it is a perceived struggle, then within that perception of the struggle is basically merely just an illusion and the struggle doesn't exist. So you have to be able to identify that with humility, vulnerability, and it takes great courage, okay? So once you can answer some of those questions, it may be helpful to see if you can identify when this programming began. Things always go back in time and there are always lessons to be learned. There's always reflections to be had and it is oftentimes very helpful to see when the programming began because it's like putting uh, a puzzle together. Just finding all the pieces and putting them together. Remembering them. It's always helpful. And to know that what you fear is only to be understood, not to be feared. So what you fear is only to be understood. So I invite you to ask yourself, what is it that you fear? Or what are the things that you fear? And then ask yourself, what is the lesson behind that fear? Because I truly believe that fear is a gift and the gift is the lesson that it gives you. Next, it's important to be able to identify those blockages and your self-limiting beliefs. I like to talk about the mindset versus mind shift, okay? The two words in itself, I believe truly mean two different things. We've often heard of mindset 
I like to use mind shift. So within the blueprint that I, your host, Jay, the blueprint that I, Jay, create for myself, I like to stay fluid with the ability to shift and be open as energy is ever-changing. Now, if we become fixed into a mind set, if you will, then we leave no room for growth and opportunity, which are both inevitable, but can definitely be blocked. So your thoughts and beliefs and feelings can either be a door that opens to possibilities and opportunities, or a door that remains closed that acts as a sabotaging habit that ends up being stuck in your subconscious mind. Therefore, it causes uh, you to be uh, comfortable so that you can continue to do things and view things in the same way, yet you expect a different result because you're unwilling to move out of your comfort zone. So the key to any growth and evolution within oneself, regardless of what our desired goal or outcome is, whether it's career, money, health, relationship, we need to reprogram our subconscious blueprint, the parts that do not belong to who we truly are, and the things that do not point to our goals and dreams. And once we identify those feelings, emotions, and thoughts, we can then apply practical methods to release the things that no longer serve us so that we can utilize those feelings, thoughts, and emotions in an intuitive way to guide us on a path towards accomplishing what we desire to achieve. This brings me to the power of words because words are magic. Okay, our words are one of the most powerful assets that we have. Sigmund Freud, he said it best. Words have a magical power. They can bring either the greatest happiness or deepest despair. They can transfer knowledge from teacher to student. And words enable the orator to sway his audience and dictate its decisions. Words are capable of arousing the strongest emotions and prompting all of men's actions. That is incredibly powerful, the way he puts it. And it's simply the truth. Words have the power to, oh gosh, they have the ability to empower, to create, to comfort, encourage, and heal. They also have the ability to destroy, to hurt, to break down, and humiliate. Now, in direct connection with our thoughts and programming, our words, the words that are and were used to configure the programs by which we live and believe, the words that guide us on our path and on our journeys each day, 
the words are what formulate the thoughts and the words carry such powerful energy. So I invite you to take note of the words that you use consciously. I say consciously, not subconsciously. I invite you to take note of the words you use every day consciously because it's important to bring attention to what you are telling yourself and the universe. And once you have awareness of the words or phrases you use, reframe them or change them entirely so that they have a much better and healthier impact in your life. Allow the space that they take up to be positive, not negative. And I'm sure once you actually take words of the, uh, take notice, excuse me, of the words that you use consciously, you'll start to notice the words that you use um, subconsciously or unconsciously. Okay. And so if you can reframe them, they will definitely take up a, a better space in your life and, and allow the space they take up to be positive. So a quick little story is I, I had a friend that would always say the phrase, that's my problem, followed by something she did. And it, and, and it was literally by habit. She could be telling a story or something funny. It wasn't even related. But somehow at the end of that storytelling, the sentence would end with, that's my problem, and a laugh. And... You know, one day I brought to her awareness. I said, hey, you, you realize you say that's my problem every time you say something. And when I brought that to her awareness, I said, why is that a problem? Why is what you said a problem? So it created a reality that was nothing but an illusion for her. And it was simply a subconscious sabotage and disempowerment that she was doing completely unconsciously, not even realizing it. And she realized it and changed and reframed and eliminated that phrase entirely. So speaking of words and phrases and how powerful they are, one of my favorite words that people use is wish. I'm being facetious. I, I, I wish I had. I absolutely find that word goes against manifestation entirely. It is a meaningless word. I wish is, is, a, is a phrase, a very short phrase that occupies zero space within the forward momentum of creating. It is a standstill word, wish. No energy, no creativity. Even I want leaves you exactly doing that, remaining in a state of wanting. The I wills and the I haves and the I ams hold great power 
and the ability to move mountains. So be mindful of those. I will, I have, I am. You are what you tell yourself. And I am being one of the most powerful two words you can utter. In order to create, we must choose a higher vibration and expression of ourselves and our thoughts. So I invite you to take note of the words you choose to use and the words that people around you use. Even in partnerships, be it business, romantic, and or otherwise. Words affect not only ourselves, but others as well. And we can clearly see that in the climate we are living in today. And it has always been that way. So choose your words wisely. Once you are clear and have chosen your words and your affirmations, your mantras, your intentional words, then they can be used as part of your sacred daily routine. In order to create and manifest what you desire, replenishing the mind, body, and soul daily must become part of your lifestyle. If we go back to being a creator or architect, right? If, if you can go back to that place where we started this conversation, what it means to be a creator or architect of your life. Our mirror must be clean. And the space in which we work must be taken care of. Okay? Intentional living becomes the new normal. Intentional living becomes your new normal. And once you discover what this truly means, you can never go back. And that is the beauty of it all. So this brings me to the part of the manifestation journey that requires a ritual, if you will, a sacred ritualistic practice um, as a part of your routine. It's actually about turning your mundane and daily routine into a ritual and using the tools that either I give you, the tools that you already have, tools that you've discovered elsewhere, and really implementing them in your life. So as does anything else in life, there are strategies that can be implemented to help focus, harness, and inspire creativity. One of the most important tools is to remain in observation without judgment. That is important. Remain in observation without judgment and remember to be in the present moment. Truly, nothing else exists but the present moment. And within the present moment is where the everyday magic occurs and if you are too fixated then you will miss that potential opportunity becoming a manifestation architect as i put it 
isn't something that you just simply do one day. It is a process. It is a lifestyle. It is a becoming. It is a lifestyle where you must align yourself in your daily actions with what it is you seek to create. It is purposeful. It is full of purpose. Therefore, you're turning your routine into ritual and are not simply waiting for the universe to hand something to you because energy is connected to everything. And therefore, we must have an output of energy, an output of energy ourselves while trusting in the universe and the divine flow. Both must work harmoniously. And if you, if you listen to my episode five on routine versus ritual, uh, to dive a little bit deeper, you can listen to that episode. It's episode five and take a deeper look into this topic and learn some ways in which you can design a daily routine that fits your lifestyle. So one of the last things I want to tell you is simply this. It's about making the choice. In every moment, you have two choices. You can focus your energy on what you want and what you love, or you can focus your energy on what you don't want and what you fear. I'm going to say that again. In every moment, you have two choices. You can focus your energy on what you want and what you love, or you can focus your energy on what you don't want and what you fear. The choice is yours. And so I will leave you with this. Remember that life is not about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. And that whatever you fear, whatever blocks you have, they are only meant to be understood. All of which can be redesigned into a life that brings you joy. So become a manifestation architect and begin to design a life that you love. So that's a wrap, everyone. I want to thank you again for listening. This is a topic that I'm very passionate about. And I feel privileged that uh, you take the time and energy to, to listen to my podcast, that you took the time to listen to this episode. Um, I'm Jay, your host, and it's always a privilege to share my words with you. And I always say your time and energy are the two most valuable things you can give to another. So I am grateful and most appreciative to all of my listeners. So I invite you to take a moment or many moments to think about this topic, listen to it again and apply it in your life. And if you wanna talk more and you wanna dive deeper, I am here, feel free to contact me. I'd be happy to speak to you more about it. So thank you again, everyone. Speak to you next week and have a good evening.